I get a lot of questions about rep sneakers, and so I want to get into them here for you in ways that a lot of other people won't get into them. This time on Fire Footwear. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Fire Footwear. As always, this is your host, Matt Freights, and I hope that this finds you well. And I want to thank everybody who has come to this channel and to this podcast. It means the world to me. And so thank you. And I hope that you enjoy the ride that we're going on today. Rep sneakers. It's something that I get asked about a lot. It's a topic that gets broached on the internet and on social media all the time. It's honestly probably one of the more controversial topics in sneakers if you're trying to quantify that kind of a thing. And sometimes when I look at the discourse that takes place about them, I feel like there are misunderstandings all across the board. And while I get asked a lot of questions about them vis-a-vis this podcast, I think that it's important that I become transparent about them, not just in the way that I deal with them, but to try and be transparent about what I know about the underbelly of reps and also about what happens in the rep market and how it isn't that dissimilar from the retail market. And so I want to go over some things that include some also give you some tips and then kind of give my opinion as it relates to these matters because I feel that there are a lot of people who have misplaced anger about them in one direction or the other. Let me just be very clear. I actually do not care how you participate in sneaker culture. I've been very open and honest about that. And honestly, if you're somebody who does gatekeep about sneaker culture, maybe you need to think about the things that are important in your life. But rep sneakers at their core aren't necessarily a bad thing. And I did an entire episode about whether they're bad and all that kind of thing. And so we're not here to debate their morality. What I'm here to do is to talk about some myths and try to debunk some of those while also giving you some pointers if that is something that you wanna go down the road for. What I'm not here to do is tell you exactly how to get them, who to get them from, review them, nothing like that. When I talk about rep sneakers here on this podcast, I talk about them as a general concept because they're very important to keep in mind because like it or not, they're actually very, very important in today's version of sneaker culture. Because of how rare a lot of shoes were for many, many years, for many people, rep sneakers represented their only way of getting shoes. And I'll be perfectly honest, for me, that was very, very true from 2019, probably through about 2021. I have since changed my ways in that regard, I have a mix of both in my collection. But let's get into some myths. The first myth that I want to get into is the concept of UA or unauthorized authentic. You hear this a lot out in the market space. You hear it a lot from people who are trying to sell you this idea that what they have maybe isn't the real thing, but it's close enough because it's not made by Nike, but it's made in their factory. Now for the uninitiated, UA stands for unauthorized authentic. And what people are trying to convince you of is that these shoes are not made by Nike, but hell, they're made in the same factory as Nike. So essentially, Nike's not signing off on them, but they're using the same factory, the same materials and everything. This is 100% a myth, and I'm here to debunk that Not to say that people who use this term when they're reviewing sneakers or when they're trying to identify a shoe that they have as non-retail, I'm not trying to out them or throw them under the bus. But if you go on a lot of marketplaces, I'm thinking about your Mercari's, I'm thinking about your Poshmark's, and even sometimes eBay, although to a lesser extent these days, people will try to sell UA sneakers and label them as such for basically resell prices. 
because they're trying to convince you that these prices are fair because hell, this shoe was made by Nike basically. And that is not the case. A lot of times when people are selling reps, and I think that it's always important to be transparent, they need to identify them as such if they're doing it the right way. The people that are using UA most of the time, and if you see that the prices are over retail or close to resale prices, those people are using UA in a false way. They're trying to swindle you, quite frankly. The bottom line is that UA does not exist. Nike does not have this factory that is being used, that is making these shoes that they're just not signing off of. They're a billion dollar corporation. They know everything that happens within their company walls. And so there's no way that they're going to authorize something like that. UAs are just reps or fakes or whatever it is that you wanna call them. All these terms that exist to describe them, they're all the same. Fakes, UAs, reps, fufu, whatever you wanna call it. They're all the same. So if you hear people talking about it as something that's basically retail, they're totally full of shit. The other myth that I hear a lot is that people who buy reps are poor and don't have the money to participate in resale culture. Now, is there truth to this in some fashion? I'm sure that there is because there are people who spend way more money on shoes than they should. They're not spending their money properly and trying to save for the future or whatever. And I'm not here again to cast judgment on anybody and how they spend their money. But the idea that just because somebody participates in rep sneakers means that they are poor is quite frankly completely false. There are many people who actually participate in rep sneakers because it represents a more sound financial decision for them. Many people will say if you don't have the money or don't want to spend the money, you shouldn't be going after a certain shoe. And that's fine for you, but it's not fine for everybody. And that's why this podcast exists to talk about how everybody participates in the culture. Because if you want to pay $800,000, $1,200 for a shoe, that's totally fine. That's well within your prerogative. But for many people, like myself, actually, we want to make sure that we're spending our money wisely so that we can also have other things in life. And again, this all comes from a matter of perspective. But just because somebody is not participating in resale culture doesn't mean that they are poor. And so I think we need to get away from putting a blanket statement on every single person that participates in reps because it's just not true. This is a very, very common one that I hear a lot and quite frankly, it makes me laugh, but reps are terrible quality compared to retail. Why does that make me laugh? Has anybody ever had a retail come to their house and it has been absolute crap quality? Of course we have. Glue stains, bad stitching, the lost and found Jordan 1s had mold on them. You see this all the time. Just because something is retail doesn't mean that it is made better. You'd like to think that that would be the case because as I said, Nike is a billion dollar corporation. They should have the means to have the best quality control possible, but quite frankly, they just don't have it. And many times you get a retail pair, it's not great quality. People will send it back. Thankfully, Nike's return policy is very, very good. The thing about the rep market is that because their reputation is staked on the people that are buying them, and I mean that word of mouth is very, very big in the rep market. So if you are selling a shoe that is not good quality, word is going to get around very fast, and that store is gonna be closed very, very quickly. So quality is of the essence. You need to make sure that not only is your shoe quality, but that everybody knows that your shoe is quality so that more people will recommend your store and therefore you can get more business. A lot of times when you compare a rep and a retail, the differences between them are negligible. But one thing that I do know is that many, many times, if you're shopping correctly, the quality is actually on par and sometimes better than what you'll get at retail. You're probably thinking, you're crazy, but I'm not. And again, this is not to endorse them, but this is to debunk a myth that all reps are bad quality. 
For the longest time, many people thought of reps or fakes as something that you get in a flea market. They'd have a Jordan logo that wouldn't look like the Jumpman. They'd have terrible branding, terrible stitching. And there are certain reps that are that way. There are definitely tiers of quality when it comes to the shoes that you are buying, but no longer is it like that. The quality of them has come so far to the point that it's very, very difficult to tell. And that actually leads me to my next myth, is that people are going to know that you're wearing reps just by looking at your feet. I'm gonna tell you something right now, and I have a mixture of reps and retails in my collection. And when I look at all of them, it's very difficult to tell which ones are which unless you actually know. If you have a retail pair at home and you're comparing them right next to each other, absolutely you're gonna be able to tell. But when you're walking out on the street, there's something that you all should know. I want I want you to know something, come here, get closer, closer, closer. Most of the time, nobody actually cares what you have on your feet. When you're walking around in your daily life and you're at the store, you're at the mall, wherever it is that you go in your daily life, If you're somebody who is a sneakerhead and you're part of sneaker culture, you do more looking down than the general population. And when we look down, most of the time, we will see something that we recognize. There are people that are going to question the validity of that shoe, 100%. Resale market has made that so. But for the most part, you're gonna look down, see whatever shoe it is and think, man, that person has that shoe. Case in point, I was driving the other day, dropping my son off at school, and I saw somebody walking down the sidewalk with the Travis Scott Jordan 1 Low Mochas, the originals. And I didn't think, I wonder if they're fake. I just saw them and thought, hell, that's cool. I've never seen that shoe out in the wild before. I can't tell you how many times I've been out wearing what I know are reps, and people will say like, man, I love your shoes. And all I really say is, hey, thanks. And that's really where the conversation ends. Most people don't go any further. And if you do, and you're trying to go after somebody's shoes that closely, again, might want to reassess what your priorities are in life. Nobody really cares all that much. The people that are going to believe that they're fake are going to believe they're fake no matter what. That's all I got to say about that. But for the most part, most of us, when we see somebody else who has shoes on that we recognize, we just recognize them as somebody in the culture, man. If you're living in a place that is very populated with sneaker culture, fine. I can understand how you might think that people will out you. But many times people will out shoes that are actually retails. Because going back to what I said earlier, the quality of retails isn't always the best. And so if you have a pair of reps on and you have the best quality reps you can buy, nobody's going to tell. Trust me, nobody's going to tell because quite frankly, nobody should care that much. And the last one kind of goes hand in hand with all people who buy reps are poor, but this is kind of a blanket statement that you hear a lot. And it's either you're not a real sneakerhead if you wear or buy fakes, you're a fake person because fake shoes are for fake people. Society is filled with fake people. We know this. In our personal lives, I'm sure that we know somebody who is just a complete phony, a complete fake, and it has nothing to do with what they have on their feet. Many times, people who wear reps are just regular people. Are there people within that culture who are fake because they're trying to fake it until they make it? Absolutely. And we're gonna get into some of those things in a little bit here. But just because you buy reps or just because you wear reps, it doesn't mean that you're not a sneakerhead, doesn't mean that you are a fake person, It could mean that you're not a real collector, and that's fine. It could mean that you don't care what other people think about what you have because you just like what you wear. That's where I fall into. When I walk around my neighborhood, when I walk around where I live, this is not a big sneaker community. So people really aren't going to recognize my shoes that often. I'm not faking anything. A lot of times I don't even wear heat around town. Most of the times I just throw my Converse Chuck All-Stars on or something like that because I'm just going down the road to the store, something like that. You don't always have to wear heat all the time, but when you do, 
Just because they're fakes or because they're reps, it doesn't make you any less of a person. It just means that you have made a different decision than other people. Those are a lot of the common myths that I hear. And again, if you still believe in them, you think that I'm full of crap, that's fine. You don't have to believe me. I'm not here to sway you. I'm giving my perspective as I always do from the perch that I sit on in sneaker culture. I don't have the same perspective as everybody. Whether you're an OG, whether you're somebody who just discovered sneakers yesterday or somewhere in the middle, your perspective will be defined by how you have participated in the culture until now. And it will be defined honestly by a lot of the voices that you have listened to to give you the sneaker content that you are looking for. And that's where we're gonna head to some of the cons of rep sneakers, because even though they are a great thing, and even though the accessibility that they provide is a great thing for many people who are just looking to have shoes that they feel good in, not everything is pretty. Not everything is all sunshine and rainbows. The rep market, much like the retail market, has sort of a seedy underbelly that goes with it. And I wanna get into some of the cons of rep sneakers. And again, not to sway you not to buy them or whatever, it's just pointing out a lot of the things that I see within the society. One of the benefits of being so deep into rep culture over the years, and I'm not as deep into it anymore, as a matter of fact, I'm pretty much out of it outside of the fact that I'll buy pairs here and there. But I was able to see a lot of the interactions that people would have around sneakers. One of the things that I found was that many people in the rep market were the same as many people in the retail market. They were looking for something that they just couldn't attain. They were looking for some kind of clout, but most of the people within this bell curve we're just looking to get shoes. And honestly, I think that's really where the breakdown is. But rep sneakers, as I said earlier, is really based off of word of mouth. But not every single voice within the culture, in reps anyway, is to be trusted. People are going to try and swindle you. They're going to try and swindle you by trying to sell fakes as real. And I'm here to tell you, and I will die on this hill, that selling reps as retail is the worst thing that you can do in sneakers. I would actually rather see somebody take a pair of 85 Jordan 1s, the original Chicago's, and light them on fire before I'd like to see somebody sell reps as retail. But people are going to try and do it. People are gonna try and swindle you in that their reps are better than retail. People are gonna try to swindle you with the UA moniker. They're gonna try and swindle you that their reps are the best reps out there. They're going to give you false information even within the rep market. There's so much dishonesty that takes place in the world. And there's no way that sneakers could be immune to all of that. So you got to watch what you're doing when you're in this market because people are going to try to swindle you one way or the other. Either they're going to try to convince you that the shoe that they have is real and it's actually fake. They're going to try to convince you that the shoe that they have from this particular seller in this particular rep market is the best out there when actually they're being paid to say this and it's not actually the best or it's not even their shoe. And that's the thing. Always watch your back and always be your own advocate. Early pairs are something that we see on social media and YouTube all the time. And I'm not here to say that every single early pair is a fake pair, but you need to do your homework and you need to do some critical thinking. Real good case in point is a lot of times these early pairs come out when we don't even have a release date for a shoe. I'm not gonna use a specific example because that might unintentionally out somebody who has posted an early pair, but do yourself a favor and think about it. How do they get early pairs? How do this many people get early pairs? What drives me absolutely insane is when I see rep tubers or people that are reviewing replica sneakers call their reviews of reps early pair. And then they have the comment pinned down as to where you can find the shoe. 
Just be honest, be transparent. It ain't an early pair because you have access. People like to use the idea of an early pair to get them click and get people to watch their stuff or subscribe to their channel, whatever it is. And that's what I mean when I say people will try and swindle you. Early pairs aren't necessarily all real. There are people who have access at this point because they have grown so large but a vast majority of people, when they say they have an early pair, don't always believe somebody who says they have an early pair. One thing that I know about sneaker culture and sneaker content in general is that the allure of access has a lot to do with how popular somebody is. When they see that you're getting a shoe, when they see that you have every shoe, that makes people wanna watch your product because they think that you have some access and they want it. It's really just human nature. Just always be skeptical of early pairs. Another thing that I've already mentioned, but I wanna make sure that people understand is when you are searching for rep review content on YouTube or TikTok or Instagram, always make sure that you understand that not every person is created equal. Not every review is created equal. As a matter of fact, you have to be wary of the fact that many people are being paid to say what they are saying. Many times when somebody has reached a certain level, they are getting these pairs for free from these sellers because as I mentioned, word of mouth is very, very big. And so just be careful when you're seeing somebody talk about the latest pair that they got or the latest batch that they got and it's the best and it's this and it's that. Sometimes, not only do they not get the shoe from the seller, but the sellers will actually pay people to review something that somebody already has in their collection. That is straight up scamming and fraud, people. Do not believe everything that you hear from any person, whether it's somebody who is reviewing retail or somebody that's reviewing reps. Always understand that there is a motive. And you might be thinking, what's my motive? My motive here is to get you to think more critically and not just believe something that somebody says on YouTube. You never know, because you never know what that person is being paid to say or being told to say. Just always remember that. Not every rep review is created equal. And the last con that has to be incredibly obvious, but it needs to be stated here, is that they're illegal to sell, but they're not necessarily illegal to purchase for personal use. I wanna make that very, very clear. Many people will blanketly say that, well, reps are illegal. Selling replicas is definitely illegal in this country, but buying replicas for your own personal use is really not. Now, of course, if you're buying like 800 pairs and sending them over here, that's gonna be a problem. But as somebody who has worked with Customs and Border Protection in my professional life, I can tell you that's not really the thing that they're looking for. But when they find it in mass quantities and there's tons of money that's going into it, they're 100% going to do something about it. But if you wanna buy a one-off pair for yourself or for your girlfriend or whoever, that's not really going to move the needle in terms of legality. Just always be careful when you're selling them. Always be careful that you're open and honest about all of that. But also understand that if you buy a rep, the only option that you may have is to just wear it and wear it into the ground. That's what I do with mine. Sometimes I'll sell some, but I'm usually always very transparent to make sure that this person understands this transaction. And most of the time it's for well under what I paid for them. I just want them to go to a new home. So always remember there are legal issues when it comes to selling. And this is why I say that not only morally is it wrong to sell reps as retails, but it's friggin' illegal. Also know that you're not going to get arrested if you wanna buy a pair for yourself. So from my perspective, what are some things that I think that you could take away from this conversation that if you want to dive in into this market or it's something that intrigues you, you should know. And honestly, this could apply to the rep market, but I think it should apply to any sneakerhead out there ever. Always do your own research. And this goes to everything. 
Whether you're trying to buy a pair of retails on any type of secondary market, whether you're trying to buy reps, you should be using resources at your disposal to make sure that you are always being your own advocate. I say this a lot. Do your own research, know what you're buying, and spend your money wisely. In the rep market, Reddit is your friend. Again, I'm not going to tell you where to go, but Reddit is your friend. There are a lot of resources there. There are a lot of things that you can do to find the information that you need, to find the quality checks that you need. Make sure you're doing your own research. And as I said, if you're looking to buy shoes in the secondary market, whether it be GOAT, StockX, eBay, Mercari, Poshmark, wherever, just always make sure you understand that at some point, somebody's going to try to swindle you. Be your own advocate, do your own homework, and make sure that you're pulling the trigger on something that you definitely know is worth the money that you're paying. This one is actually really important and people might laugh when I say this because they'll think to themselves, well, wait, how can you wear reps and say this? Always appreciate sneaker history. The history of sneakers is why sneaker culture is where it is today. There is no sneaker culture unless the history continues. And the people that have built upon the history over the decades, the near 40 years now, all of those people are important. All of those moments in time are indelible and important to getting to where we are today. One of my steadfast rules is I will not wear reps to something that I believe is part of sneaker history or that I believe has a certain reverence to it. You're not gonna see me wear reps to anything like SneakerCon or any type of sneaker meetup group. What you will see me reps doing is going to the doctor or hanging out with my friends or something like that. But you're not gonna see me wearing it to something and pretending that I'm something that I'm not. I'm gonna wear the retails that I have in my closet. And that's what I think everybody should do. A lot of people get off thinking, hey, I just fooled everybody into thinking that I have retails of whatever really expensive shoe this is. And that's cool. But in the end, what does that buy you? In the end, I think you're actually kind of disgracing sneaker culture to an extent. Again, it's totally fine if you want to buy reps to wear for yourself. But to go out and try to tell somebody, especially at some kind of a conference or some type of a meetup, or something that has something to do with the history of sneakers to wear reps and pretend that what you have is a part of that history. I just think that it is ignorant and I want people to be very, very careful. And that really leads in to another tip that I have and it's always be honest, always be transparent. I did say earlier that so often people do not even recognize what you have on your feet, but there are going to be times when people are going to ask you, hey man, I love the shoes that you have. Where did you get those? And my policy is to always be honest about the fact that they're rep. I can tell you a story about that. My birthday a couple years ago, I have a fake pair of the Dior Jordan 1s. I almost never wear them because of what I said earlier. I wear them on my birthday every year. That's it. Usually out to dinner. That's the extent of it. A couple years ago, somebody came up to me. It was the waiter and he said, hey man, I can't believe you have Dior Jordan 1s. And the first thing that I said was, hey man, they're fakes. And he could not believe that they were fakes. He's like, they look real to me. And I said, yeah, but you know what? They're not because they're $2,000 or whatever they go for now. And I just like them to wear on special occasions and that's it. I only ever wear them around family. This is the first time that somebody actually said something to me about something that I knew was super, super expensive. First thing out of my mouth, they're fakes. Whatever that person thought of me, who cares? I really don't care. But to me, as somebody who wants to make sure that when I look in the mirror every single day, I know that I'm doing the best I can to be a good human being, telling the truth in that instance is the best thing. And had I not, 
I would have hated myself for it. So just always be transparent about how you're participating in the culture. In the end, that not only applies to sneaker culture, it applies to everything. The more authentic you are, the more transparent you are, the better your relationships are going to be. Another thing that I want to say is to buy for the right reasons. If you're participating in rep culture, do so because you want the shoe for yourself. Don't do so because you want to be able to post pictures on social media of this massive collection that you have to show people that you have things that you don't. Now, I post pictures on social media all the time about shoes that I have. I never say whether they're rep or retail, but for the most part, they're mostly retails. And if they aren't, again, I have a very, very small audience. But if somebody were to ask, I'm going to tell them exactly where it came from. I'm going to tell them what they are. But I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I'm buying them so that people will think that I'm amazing. I honestly don't care if you follow me on social media, if you think my collection is great or not, because my collection is 30 or 40 pairs, very, very small. I'm even paring it down more. I like to have a collection of things that I wear all the time. And when those are gone, then they'll be replaced by something else. I'm not gonna worry about this collection that I have that is on par with other people. Everybody participates differently. Just make sure when you do participate, whether it's rep or retail, do it for the right reasons that matter to you. And this one is extremely, extremely important. And this goes for everybody. Wear with confidence, always. Whether it's reps or retail or whatever, wear with confidence. One of the reasons that we wear shoes is to feel better about ourselves. And the flexing is part of the game. It makes us feel good. If somebody doesn't recognize me, that's okay. Normally the flex is to myself. So always wear with confidence, walk around with the confidence that you believe in yourself and nobody's going to care what you have. And so I hope this episode has helped a little bit to clarify a few things about rep sneakers. It's not all daisies. It's not all good, but it doesn't matter how you participate or how you don't participate. The point is no matter what you do, reps, retail, or somewhere in between, always do it with the most authenticity possible. And that's going to give you the best sneaker culture experience. And now we're going to get to the release of the week. Release of the week, where I like to highlight a shoe that has caught my eye. It's not always hype. Sometimes it is, but it's just something that I want you to know about. So this week, I want to highlight a shoe that is an actual Jordan, and it releases on February 3rd for $210, and it is the Jordan 3 Craft Ivory. You're probably all thinking, what the hell? This Craft series isn't that great. Why would he recommend these? But look at them and tell me that this is not something that Virgil would have put out as an off-white release. I was watching Wear Testers the other day, and Chris said if it had a hang tag on it, y'all would be going nuts for it. And when I look at it, I 100% agree. And I've said this about other shoes before, but these look really, really great. They've got kind of that peachy off-white outsole. They have mixed materials on them. The leather looks really nice. They're mixing and matching materials. They're very, very clean. I don't think these are going to sell very well. And so I think they're going to be very available. But if you're looking for something that's kind of like a daily driver, this is it, man. So go out and look for those $210. If you wait long enough, guaranteed you're going to be able to get them for a discount. And sneakerheads always love discounts. Rep sneakers. How do you feel about them? How do you feel about the things that I said about them? Are you in or out or somewhere in between? Or do you actually care what people wear? Follow the show on Instagram. At FireFootwearPod is the handle. I have a group chat that I've created for people who have reached out on Instagram. So please feel free to reach out. Say hey. 
make you part of the group. We talk sneakers all the time. On TikTok, at FireFootwearPod is the handle. If you are listening in audio and you'd like to watch the YouTube, Fire Footwear, a sneaker podcast with Matty Ice is the channel. Make sure to hit like, subscribe, all that great stuff. And please support the Matty Ice Media Network, MattyIceMedia.com for this podcast, Iceman and Coach, and Political Football. Hope this finds you well, fam. Hope this finds you safe. And I will see you all next week. This is Fire Footwear. Opinions and viewpoints expressed on Fire Footwear are those of Matt Freights and his guests, and not necessarily those of the Matty Ice Media Network. Fire Footwear is exclusively owned by Matt Freights and is brought to you by the Matty Ice Media Network.